Hey, what's good? What's good, y'all? Hey, welcome to Wellington Heights Community Church Podcast. We are a multicultural community joining God in the reconciliation of all things through worship, reconciliation, and neighborhood development. I am your host, Keon Carter. I get to co-pastor Wellington Heights Community Church with my lovely wife, Stephanie. In today's podcast, we're actually going to dive in deeper to the Wellington Heights Community Church values, worship, reconciliation, and neighborhood development. I'm super excited to get into those. Before we dive in, I just want to remind you we are about to get our podcast on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Uh, stay connected, stay updated uh, through our website, wellingtonheightscommunitychurch.org. We also have a Facebook and we also have an Instagram. Thank you for listening. Hey, let's lean in. Let's listen. So I want to go into uh, kind of our value of worship. So you know, the good news of the gospel is that uh, although we are sinners, uh, we now have access to the presence of God through the death and resurrection of Jesus. And so uh, worship is our response to this reality. Uh, recognizing God has initiated a loving relationship with us. Every human being has, has been created to be a worshiper. And it's, our, it's a part of our vision to see every person connected deeply to the heart of God and to learn to worship in spirit and truth. So we want everyone to be able to access the deep things of God. Uh, we, we want to magnify Jesus. We want to lift up Jesus as our savior. There is none that be, can, can be saved uh, without Jesus. And so we don't only want to point to Jesus, but we want to follow him. There's, you know, for us, you know, we want to lift Jesus up. We want to lift him up as our king, our Lord, but we also want to follow him. We want our worship to 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 really move people to follow him as well. Uh, we don't want to just be fans of Jesus. We want to be followers of Jesus. And so we don't just point, but we follow. Um, and so at Wellington Heights, our vision is to be able to have a multicultural church, which which means that um, which means that there will be people of different ethnicities uh, and their cultures represented in worship, in leadership, uh, in, in those different avenues. And so we want to really trust God and, and be patient and really um, lean into the tension of multiculturalism because we believe that God can do his best work uh, when we're working in unity, uh, not just with um, um, homogeneous um, a congregation, um, but but a, a multicultural congregation. I'm not, I'm not getting on those congregations in the world that are homogeneous, but I, I do believe that if, if there is an opportunity to, to have a multicultural church, um, uh, it, is, it is a good thing to pursue it. Um, and so, um, yeah, that's worship. We want to worship uh, God in spirit and truth. Reconciliation. So reconciliation, uh, it's, a, it's a journey. Um, and, and, uh, we, we want a journey and we want to, um, start this journey of restoration toward wholeness in the community of God, working as God's community. The church is the primary agent of reconciliation process to the world. Uh, it provides a glimpse into the abundant life through, through Christ. So reconciliation is the restoration of relationships between God and people, people and people and people in God's creation. So this big word reconciliation, it's being used a lot. And, and yes, we are using it as well. And so what, 
what we mean by reconciliation. So number one, we do mean reconciliation between God and, and people, right? So like uh, the reconciliation power came from the, the death and resurrection of Jesus, right? And so we are now reconciled um, to the Father through the blood of Jesus in this resurrection. So that's happened. And we're not, we're not saying that um, necessarily uh, there's a process in that because Jesus did it. Like it, it is done. We are reconciled to the Father. We can come boldly to the throne. There is a journey of, of um, getting uh, closer to the Father. Um, but, we're, but I think the second tier is really that, uh, uh, that reconciliation, that restored relationship between people and people. And so, um, you know, in Ephesians, it talks about how uh, uh, the wall of hostility has been uh, tore down between Jews and Gentiles. And that is completely true. And so now there is, we can pursue reconciliation and unity in Christ. But I think some of us, we jump to, um, we are just reconciled uh, between each other because we're Christian. And that's not a true statement. It's just not true. We see, uh, we see, um, disunity and enmity uh, between different people and different churches and different, different, just lots of different groups. And so what we have to do is we have to be intentional about starting the process as re uh, of restoration in those relationships. When we talk about racial reconciliation, we're talking about, we're talking about people groups that have some enmity um, against each other that hasn't been resolved. And so a lot of times, even when, when we're talking about racial reconciliation with, within black and white uh, culture or people, we're talking about, although we may be um, tolerating each other, and we may even have some friends of different race, there hasn't been a time period where the church actually reconciled that enmity. Um, you, it's, it's not reconciliation. A, rest, a restoration process hasn't started just because you have different people uh, in, in the same room. Um, re reconciliation or restoration process or journey happens when these people are sharing their thoughts and opinions and lamenting together. And then they can work to, to bring about justice with those, with those um, areas of, of pain, right? And so we don't want to just be pleasantly uh, segregated or we don't want to be um, we don't want to just um, kind of say hi or be nice no we want the raw um, the rawness of what reconciliation actually meant it's not just being uh, getting in a relationship with somebody to where you're only you're good because you you know you guys know how to be nice and small talking and, and even really work together but no um, real reconciliation takes sacrifice it takes, I mean, it really takes death. I mean, Jesus, Jesus died for us and we're justified and reconciled with God through that. And so what does reconciliation look like between different entities um, and specifically white and black? Um, what are some of the things that uh, uh, true reconciliation, um, uh, uh, what are some of the things that need to be dismantled um, in pursuit of true reconciliation. A lot of people will say, ah, oh, well, Jesus is coming back and he'll reconcile all things. It, we are agents of reconciliation right now. We are agents of restoration right now. We are uh, the light of the world. We are the salt and light. And so 
uh, a city uh, on a hill can't hide itself, right? So, so we don't wait till Jesus comes back to to be agents of reconciliation. We we boldly pursue the reconciliation of God. Um, so that salvation piece, and then the reconciliation of man. So really, it's it's about loving your neighbor, right? Like if you don't think that reconciliation is is necessary or, or racial reconciliation or whatever socioeconomic reconciliation is necessary you're saying that you don't like uh, you don't you don't value um reconciliation or you don't value loving your neighbor truly only loving the neighbors that are around you if you truly love your neighbor you're going to want to uh, get to know them you're going to want to know their woes and then guess what when you get to know your neighbor you're going to want to their their woes are going to become your woes right and so we this is what this is kind of i'm just talking through reconciliation as we know it um, and as we want to pursue it and so that's reconciliation and then um lastly there's neighborhood development so neighborhood development we we are become worshipers then we are become reconcilers and then to manifest those attributes in a particular place so so the kingdom of God is not just an abstract idea. It's meant to be a concrete reality that is firmly rooted in a specific geographic place. A neighborhood development is intent to reflect the spirit of Jeremiah 20, 29. Uh, Willington Heights is not it is the neighborhood we believe God has carried us into. We believe we are to join God, what he's already been doing in this neighborhood, and to learn from invest into the, in, in, into the neighbors. Willington Heights uh, becomes the place where our vision and our ministry is rooted. And from there, we seek the shalom of our neighborhood, our city, and our world. And so we, we, we really believe um, in, the, in the theology of place, right? Like we don't, we don't just plant a place, uh, we don't just plant a church and say, oh, it doesn't really matter if you, um, what this, where we plant, that's just the place we meet. No, well, we, we will say it, it really matters. Uh, and where you are um, should reflect, the, the, your church should reflect the area you're at and it should affect the area you're at. So if you're not, if you're not reflecting the area you, you're at, you should really think about uh, why you're there. And I'm not saying that every church in the world is going to reflect or can reflect the people around them. Um, there are some variables, but you really should ask yourself, why isn't the people that um, that are around, that live in proximity to the building, why aren't they coming? And then secondly, it should affect it. So that you're there, it should flourish. That's just that's just reality. I'm not talking about less necessarily prosperity. I'm talking about it should um, it, it should flourish just like the places in which Jesus was at flourished um, or the places where the disciples were at flourished, both spiritually, physically, so, um, uh, psych, psych, psychologically, um, all of those all of those areas. And because, you know, at the end of the day, it's because we're loving our neighbors well. We're meeting them where they're at and we're walking alongside them. And we're not just we're not the only we're not the ones that uh, they're not the only ones that are learning. We are learning as well. And so neighborhood development, we were saying that we are planted in Wellington Heights and we want to reflect and affect um, this area. Um, and we want to walk alongside the people 
in what God is already doing. So we don't want to reinvent the wheel. We don't want to steal people from different churches. We are after people who 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 are looking for a church home, but we also want to to bring about unity in within uh, the neighborhood and within even some of the uh, the organizations. Um, and so, um, yeah, that is kind of in a nutshell um, what what those three values mean. Uh, when we when we talk about worship, reconciliation, and neighborhood development, um, so where we are, so we we are, um, you know, we we just started in uh, January, uh, started to really grassroots get off the ground, even think about doctoring and and all of that stuff. So we've we've been able to develop a team. Um, we started the 501, uh, 501c3 process. Uh, we're working on the bylaws right now. We are meeting as a core group. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Remember to turn on your notifications to be the first to listen to future episodes. Also, be sure to like and share this podcast and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We are relying upon the benevolent gifts of donors to continue our ministry in an urban setting. So if you are compelled to give, please give a gift at donorbox.org backslash WHCC. Hey, thank you and be blessed.